0: Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Summer Sanders Sandals. Are you ready for a hot bit summer? Stay cool and stylish with Summer Sanders Sandals. The only way to keep your sweet, petite, and whole wheat feet away from the blistering heat. How do you put on these Summer Sander Sandals? We trust you'll figure it out. Summer Sanders Sandals. For a limited time, use promo code Goldberg, and your order will be billed directly to Jesse.
1: We got some braised Bits. Uh, use promo code WAG Goldberg and I get fully whacked in my monthly bills. Summer Sanders Sandal, that's a mouthful. Whole wheat, petite, sweet feet. What an ad! What, what an a ad! Summer deal.
0: What a Bill de Blasio for you. You're gonna have to clean up the city.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm, I, I'm, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out a way to pay off that bill.
0: I'm gonna vote. For you, one, two, three, four, five, in this New York City mayoral primary that's coming up.
1: My boy number five, I'll, I'll, I'll run the, the city. Hot bits everywhere. Great advertisement.
0: Welcome to Braze Bits, episode eighty, Lance. Episode eighty, finally. I've been waiting for so long, and we're here, Eddie
1: Bryant. Bryant, this is our <laughs> SNL episode. You can't that's beat
0: a, it. That that's a that's a contender already. I did
1: think of that in the waiting room i'll say this listen i I had a little time in the waiting room and i had a a second to to pre-riff i know zachary schnackery asked last week if we ever pre-write our riffs that was that was pre-written i'll admit it well let me tell you something
0: i want to apologize to you because wow i love this you i texted you can we do an earlier time than we usually do and you said, yes, sir. And then I just didn't respond because I got the information I needed and oh. didn't feel it necessary to respond. I don't like no it. No apology needed to that. I did, what are you going to respond to? Yes, sir. Like, great. No, that's I, I, don't I, know, I would just like it or be like, I acknowledge you as a person. I would love
1: that more out of you. Uh, you feel like you don't really acknowledge me maybe, as a person that often. That would
0: been nice. Maybe I should have just text back. I acknowledge you as a person.
1: I would love that. That's all I need. I want to be heard, seen, and acknowledged. That's all I need. And my whole weed feet to have some nice... Well, what are our whole weed feet?
0: You got to ask Summer Sanders Sandals. I don't know. A healthy option. What do you think? I wrote the copy? Feet.
1: No. You just interpret it. You just, you just relay it. Yeah. Relay race.
0: And like went in middle school track with the baton. Love and that. You know, when they hand it off and you're, bit, they're like shuffling.
1: Yeah, we did that in summer camp. It's a whole whole ordeal. You got to start running before you, you grab it. It's a lot more complicated than it looks. It's complicated. Avril V. Jack Nicholson. I think that's the movie. It's great to be here with you, Lance. It really is fantastic. We're this really is
0: a, a flying start. We're zooming. It's almost like we've done seventy-nine episodes of this before. We've done
1: at least at least seventy-nine episodes before this. I feel like we've done more. We definitely have done more that haven't made it to air.
0: Well, we've done a few episodes friends. on our on our
1: Patreon. We have a Patreon, Lance, and we've done many episodes on the Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon. We do a bonus epi and two off menus.
0: Shout out to Patreon. Patreon Ewan. Yeah. St. Patreon's the, uh, Day.
1: luck of the Irish.
0: I'm trying to come up with these riffs, and you're already <sighs> trying to advance. Gotta me this, gotta me that. Let's get the episode over with. Gotta catch
1: them all, Pokemon. I didn't really do that. You got any meal prep?
0: I, the only meal prep I had is that last week we did top nine Italian dishes, oh, yeah. and my wife said you were unhinged for not including pasta.
1: I also got pretty aggressive feedback from Phil Jackson, the predictor. He was—he said it was shameful that I didn't have any. Guess what? I'm shameless on Showtime. I'll say it again. I don't, we don't need to get back into this. You said it was one of my worst takes. It's my—it's my first take. Pasta stinks. It's overrated. <laughs> it's not even an opinion. It's it's an it's, it's it's a fact. Exactly. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. Give me a, give me some sauce. Give me some bread. Unhinged. I think you've been brainwashed by Big Pasta. What's that 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 big company that makes all the penne? It's like they they, they came up with some like fake news that bucatini is like uh, you can't find bucatini anywhere.
0: That's, bucatini that's Buc- bucatini Buc- actually is not my favorite. I think if you're talking about pasta shapes bucatini is overrated. But pasta in general, I don't even know how you come up with such a farcical take. It's ice It's a cream. sham. You're 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 like extreme food media. You're rat you're, you're you've been radicalized. I think I'm just opening people's eyes. It's it's one of
1: these it's one of these carbohydrates that's not worth the the bang for your buck. You have a bowl of <laughs> oh it, like, it doesn't even fill you up. It's like <laughs> it's bad for you and it just tastes bad. I'd rather have some spinach. I would broccoli. love
0: spinach. Broccoli robs. I'm like, broccoli rob's bacon. great. What are you nice having? Sandwich. Or are you eating bread, bread instead?
1: Yeah, bread instead.
0: That's my it's hey, slogan. I, I don't I don't know if bread is necessarily better for you than pasta. I really don't. Think no, it no, is. no. I'm not saying yeah.
1: that. I'm saying that pasta is not. It's not good for you, and it's also just not good.
0: Pasta is not necessarily bad for you. It's not good for you. It's not. All it is is flour and eggs. Eggs. Eggmatics.
1: It's it's a closer. But pasta can be good for you if you're carbo loading, if you're an athlete, if you if you, you need like, a lot. You of you like of things pasta. with eggs. A I pro thought, egg. yeah, I'm pro egg. I like eggs. I'm, I'm all about eggs. I c- I can go on a whole list about eggs, but I'm not I'm not trying to jump the top gun. But I'm just saying pasta. It's like, like we ordered it on Arthur Avenue. We got a chicken parm and the pasta under it. It's like the they, it's like they didn't even like think about putting the sauce in the pasta. It was just like <laughs> under the chicken parm. I didn't. They don't need to touch that. I'll I'll crush chicken parm. Leave the pasta for the the suckers.
0: Hey, I'm on easy. Hinge. You're I'm unhinged. back on Hinge.
1: I'm swiping. I haven't found anybody on a day with. I'm swiping on Hinge, but I'm also unhinged.
0: Well, If you change your pasta stance, there might be more swipes. I'm just saying. I'll say it. I'll say this.
1: I'm anti-pasta. I'm also anti-uncooked carrots. I don't know if I would talk about it. That. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Fair.
1: Yeah, people don't like to hear it. The pasta stinks.
0: My other meal prep is that I texted you this. I will go into my highlight, but I was with Drode over the weekend. And he, I think he just brought up Shake Shack somehow. Shake Shack came up and he said, you know, I forget exactly what it was, but he said, like, not a not a not a good experience. That's where that was his evaluation of Shake Shack. And then he said, maybe I need to go more. And then I think it was my sister who said, no, you don't.
1: He said he said that it was a, it's a fast food burger, but it wasn't a good experience. He said,
0: yeah, he, said, he said, yeah, he said, yeah, this is what he said. He said, I went to Shake Shack. It wasn't a good experience. It's a fast food burger. That was his summation that it wow. is just like any other. How do you feel about that? That makes me upset. I, it's not a
1: fast food burger. If anything, it takes a while. It takes like 15 to 20 minutes to get. It. It's not fast food. It takes a while. Maybe like it seems like it. It's fast food because it's a burger place, but it takes a while. And the burger itself—it's just the quality, the saltiness, this, the, the crispiness—it's next level. The Shack sauce, the way the bun is like a, a little pooch for the sauce at the end. You got to bring him to Madison Square Park, the OG Shack Stack, and I'll go nuts. Probably went to one in like uh, next to the roadside burger place in Smithtown.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll find out where he went, and I'll report back. I said maybe you should give it another shot, but he that's that's just uh, someone who generally is on your side for things is giving you an honest opinion about your beloved shake shack which we know is overrated <clears throat>
1: <laughs> this is a divisive episode episode 80 brian is really getting into it this is this is shrill yeah yeah she was in that right yeah never yeah. saw it but it lo- looks good yeah the shrill
0: of manila okay shrill de Blasio. Clean, envelope. clean the city up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shake Shack's good. It is good, but it's not. It's overrated massively. I'm not as with most like Shake Shack. If someone says, "Hey, do you want Shake Shack?" I'll say, "Yeah, sure." But am I going to seek out Shake Shack? I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm going to hide hide and seek. I'm going to find you. So I,
1: I feel like I, I would I'd be able to sniff you out.
0: Shake Shack, P.D. Pablo, hide and seek, a leak. <laughs> Leaks. Go, go. Leeks—it's a good veggie. You got any meal prep?
1: No, that was pretty much it. Phil Jackson also slammed me for my pasta take. That was uh thats pretty much it. No, no, no other meal prep. You got any highlights?
0: I—I'm glad you asked because I do have a highlight. I prepared it for this episode of Brave wow. Bits because. The past seventy-nine episodes, we did highlights, so I figured we weren't gonna fix what what ain't broke, as they say in the biz. So I did I progression highlights. You,
1: I was gonna ask you your low light, but why why start off an episode with low light? Let's get into our highlights. Well,
0: I wouldn't say it's the start of the episode. We've already covered a lot of ground already.
1: I don't think it really officially starts. To do our highlights? This is all. It's kind of it's fodder. But once we get into the, I don't like highlights, that podfather
0: that's like saying that the stuff we did before is immaterial and it's theoretically it's the most important part because if someone new listens to the pod if they're not making it past the first three minutes and we tell them well you didn't even listen to the pod because it didn't get started then they're gonna say i i bye goodbye
1: i'm gonna say hello open the door you haven't even taken a bite out of what's right. And that's our highlights.
0: The highlights are really kind of, if you if you think about it as an Italian meal, you might say that the very beginning is the meal prep. It's kind of a salad and the highlights are kind of the, the pasta dish. My highlight is this weekend, I have two highlights actually. My, my first highlight is that I feel like I'm back in the rhythm of standup. I've been doing spots. And last week I was on like a hot streak. I feel like I was really like killing, like really doing well for, you know, a few days in a row and it felt great. And then I went to Florida, which is also part of my highlight. And I came back and I did a show last night at the Grizzly Pair and I did well, but the, the hot, this hot streak had clearly subsided. This show that I did at the Grizzly Pair was more of a Tuesday, 10 PM show. And it was, you know, when you're like more babysitting the crowd. Yeah, then uh, doing your bits. Oh, yeah, it was kind of like They're, that. They were drunk. There laughs. was just this group of there's actually a good amount of people. I mean, there's like 20 people, but there were these three like 22 year old girls who they weren't malicious, but they were just, you know, chiming in a lot. Right. And one point, probably my biggest laugh is, I was like, you guys are, are Gen Z. And they were like, how do you know we're Gen Z? And I was like, Well, I can't connect with you at all and I don't even want to. And they're all like, oh. That's good. Yeah. It's a nice little riff. Yeah. And but it's good to get back in that rhythm, you know, of of doing bits. And as you have have taught me, a lot of doing bits is a lot of energy and rhythm and vibes. So I'm trying to dip into that. How are you doing that? Are you doing
1: that on on stage? I feel like I saw you. The lantern comment on that. You're trying to like feel the
0: energy of the room, but are
1: you like consciously doing that? Like I, like, I think like you just got to
0: I think you just got to go with it. Just go with it, Adam Sandler. Absolutely, hundred percent. And then my second highlight. I went to Florida this weekend to visit some family, and it was a good time. We had. I mean, Florida. I like visiting. I wouldn't want to live in Florida. And specifically, I I will say this. I'll, say if you will let me, I'll verbalize it i'm listening okay I'll, i mean i'll go as far as to say that the area of florida i'm talking about which is really just from like fort lauderdale to west palm beach is definitely like a specific area of florida obviously miami way different uh when you get north of west palm it's you know different different thing so it's a sp- specific area of florida i like visiting it's a lot of parking lots and it's very it was very hot but it was, it was nice to be there. I haven't been there since before COVID. And saw family, had some nice meals, went to Chick-fil-A. It's a good time. I love Chick-fil-A in Florida. Yeah. Got to I mean, get out of the city. It's kind of a tradition. We, we go to Chick-fil-A. We did not go to 3G's, which is a restaurant that I enjoy. What happened was... Uh, Kate and I and my sister planned on going down so we kind of booked everything and then my parents who are down more frequently than we are said you know what we'll just plan it at the same time you guys are going so we didn't end up renting a car because they were already down there and they kind of dictated the weekend which has its pros and cons we didn't have to pay for like meals and things like that but we also weren't in control of our own schedule so you know pros and cons I understand that big time but it changes the whole, that
1: dynamic of the trip the whole the whole trip you guys were planning you kate and your sister yeah so, but it was, it was like,
0: like rigmarole yeah but it's it's good i mean it's i think no, it's, it's good for all of us trip. yeah i think it's, it's good, good for all of us to be there uh you know my grandma's getting older uh yeah so i think it's good it's good for all of us to be there
1: sounds wondrous
0: yeah and your, that was your first time flying uh, oh yeah that uh, was awful i mean it was uh, I don't, I can't believe people do that. Fly? Yeah. Ugh.
1: What was awful about it?
0: Well, our flight there was at 6 a.m. Yeah. So I loved it. You know, woke up at 325 in the morning, left at 350 and we needed to leave. We drove to the airport, drove my car to the airport, parked in short-term parking because it was our first time. That was a mistake. I had read it was $35 a day, which I was like, that's a lot. But three in the morning, parking in the long-term parking lot, it seems like just a lot to do. So we're like, let's just let's just eat it. ended up being $42 a day. And they charged us the extra day, even though we were there for technically, like it would have been like 50 something hours. So just over two days. And they charged us for the full third day. Oh. So it was $126 to park.
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: Which, yeah. You did I that
1: because uh, you, did, you, did, you, did you didn't want to leave it in Brooklyn on the street?
0: We just and wanted, we figured that getting, it. Ubers are expensive now. We didn't know if we could get a cab and we could have just left it on the street, taken a, like a cab over there or subway back. But we were like, let's just try this and see what, you know? Wow. So we were also parked in a spot. I mean, we could have moved it, but we were parked in a Friday spot and we were leaving on Friday, God. but that didn't, you know, uh, the airport though, like, you know, just the lines took long. We, we barely made it. We left so early and we barely made it in time. The way back wasn't any better and someone on our plane felt bad, had a full on panic attack as we landed and threw up. And it just like, everyone just felt bad for this guy. You know, he's like a 20 year old kid and was like, it was unfortunate. That's tough.
1: Yeah. Having a panic attack with a mask on, has gotta be even worse also. You can't even, um, but at least you got your, your map time in. I'm,
0: I'm sure you were. Oh, had, had some good time at the that map. That must have been great. I'll, I'll go as far as to discuss with you there was someone like a row diagonal who was watching the map more than I was in front of you
1: diagonally in front. Yes. And they were staring at the map.
0: Yep. The whole, like the whole entire time, you know, I'm looking at it a lot, but this guy, it was the entire time also at Chibo, the place in JFK where you get food, right? Airport terminal food place. Had plenty a tuna, like tuna fish thing. Illegal. It should be illegal. I thought of you and I actually thought about getting in. Kate was like, You can't get that on a plane. And then, like, and then then the next day she listened to the pod and said it was like, you know, it was like a Seinfeld episode. Thank
1: goodness for Kate.
0: Kate's got great senses. She really keeps you in check. What would you do? No, she does. I mean, you know, anyone who knows that someone who doesn't like pasta is unhinged is a keeper.
1: (laughs) I sound, I sense a tinge of sarcasm there
0: untinged you said it i won't say it
1: uh, i'll, I'll go as far as to say i said it i like that look i'll, I'll say this i like that good highlights action packs action bronson my highlight i've got two highlights my first one is similar to yours i i was going to talk about i did a bunch of stand-up shows this past weekend and i felt similar i got some momentum going got a little hot streak i did two check spots at a uh, stand-up new york and I felt like I was really grooving. I like, felt like I had some uh, some good bits, some good riffs. I feel like with check spots, you really gotta kind of do some crowd work and engage the, the crowd and kind of you know make, really get their attention because they're or else they'll just think about how they got scammed by the club and and question how much money they're paying. Um, yeah, just just stand up comedy. I did a, a show in Prospect Park. This is my first time in Prospect Park. Never been. It's huge park, humongous, unbelievable. And it was it was a solid show. There's a lot of people like riding by on bikes who would stop and kind of watch for a while. It was cool to like do a show that was like not, the, the audience was changing every five minutes. Like, people would stop for five minutes, then, then come by. It was, it was a good experience. People are, are excited to see live entertainment.
0: People are out and about, removing moving and grooving. That's good. But you would say that people at the show didn't really park themselves at the show and they would kind of be more on yeah. the go. Yeah, they're in transit. They they were they, weren't parked. they
1: were in parked. they're on the go. There was like a yellow light. People people were stopping and starting.
0: Cherokee Parks. It's
1: true, strong. I'm sure Sidell loves that reference. He's a big
0: state parks guy. And just no, parks Cherokee man. Parks was a basketball player. No, I thought he's was like in guy. the he's on the Mavericks in the '90s. Never heard of him. Remember Cherokee Parks?
1: No. No you know. hands up. That's on me. On me. And my other highlight, it was almost a QAB, but it turned into a highlight. I got a haircut. It's under this old uh, chef's cap. I'm not going to reveal Parmesan it. It's a pretty good haircut, not terrible. Losing my hair. And I, every time I go to get a haircut now, I just, I'm just i worried that my hairdresser, Liz, is going to be like, you know what, just shave it all off. Like I'm worried she's going to be like, what, what are we doing here? But she hasn't done that. She didn't do it this time. But I sit down in the chair. I feel like the last time I was there was the whole incident where she talked about how she got covid and she was like i was her first Yeah, it
0: was was uh uh uh, egregious still been on you i really called you out for it
1: yeah and i was almost needed to be called out again for this but um i sit down in the chair and she just starts trimming just starts going after it and we've i've been going to her for at least a decade more than a decade um so i I trust her but i would say 85 percent of the time i sit down and she goes so what are we doing like about my haircut. And I tell her the same thing, but it makes me feel like I'm in a little bit of control. I'm like, you know, shorten the sides in the back, leave it up top. But this time she just kind of just starts just hacking away at my hair. Uh, and, and like every five minutes or so, she starts yawning and goes, I'm so tired. What are you, what are you, what are you telling me? You're so tired. You're working. You're, you're, uh, if you're tired, don't, don't cut my hair. So I'm in my head being like, first, she doesn't ask me what, like, what are we doing? Then she tells me She's tired. It was, but ended up being a solid haircut. I gotta, I gotta trust, I gotta trust my girl Liz. She, she's, she, she knows my head, she knows my, my body, she knows my hairline. And I gotta trust her, I gotta trust the process. So, Violet's just, you know, good haircut.
0: I think you gotta check on Liz. It sounds like he's tired, not asking. I'm just, she's
1: got, she's got very comfortable with me. We, we have, a, we have a huge back, like, she knows me, she knows my body. I know her body. But she, I think she's gotten a little comfortable with me. She knows I'm coming in. She knows
0: she can kind of like, she, she knows she's going to get the job done.
1: So she's like, I don't need to put it, up any not she, she,
0: doesn't, she doesn't have to perform. Like you might yeah. have to, there's like a, not not perform in terms of like doing the job, but like perform, you know, like, yeah. Like just put on a performance. I, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But a part of, part of me needs that just to be getting a haircut. It's still like, I, I get a little nervous of walking out of there. She hasn't given me that many bad haircuts. There's been one or two times where it's a little bit QAB, but overall, I gotta trust her, and I'm going to her, so I gotta I gotta trust the process.
0: All right. It's yeah, because if you don't, it's it's a weird thing. Because if you don't like trust the process, then you're just gonna end up with an egg on your face.
1: I don't want egg on my face whatsoever, especially if it's if it's if it's a cracked <laughs> egg that's got yolks in it. You know, those kind of eggs.
0: I know Yolk, uh, Professor Yolk from Pokemon.
1: Weird Al Yokovic. This is a weird transition, but we have, we have a solid top nine this week, Lance. Eggmatics.
0: We it. Eggmatics. It's going to be excellent. What is it? Eggzerline. Lance, we're doing our top nine egg dishes. And this is going to be interesting because I think with certain ones of these, I'm going to really egg you on.
1: I'm going to egg you on back, Lance. I'm not afraid of this list. You're not going to like some of these things on my list. I'm sure I'm not going like, to like some of yours.
0: I'm sure you won't. <laughs> you want me to go first? If you really, I, I could feel you demanding that you go first. So I'll be gracious and, and let you lead off.
1: I appreciate that. I need to go first. I got to go first. You're, like a, first.
0: you're like a comic who's like, hey, could I, they show up and they I say, gotta, first, they I gotta text gotta go. me, they say, hey, I got to go first. And they show up 10 minutes late late. love that i love the. it's a power dynamic
1: we're waiting on you're gonna be waiting on me and then you're putting me up
0: it's a power dynamic in which the person who says it usually doesn't have any power because they're not the one running the show and you gotta love it i need that it's the big show
1: well well it's the big show lands my number nine top nine egg dishes my number nine. It's it's probably the first introduction I ever had to these old egg eggies. It's scrambled eggs. Holy mackerel, Lance! Scrambled eggs does never never gets old. I myself am more of a. I like my my eggs to have a little be a little crispy. This might be a controversial take. I like to have a little bit of color on them. There's this whole like fad of the slow scrambled eggs that are like barely even cooked. It's like just like runny yolks that people are like oh you got to put it on a pan that's got like barely little flame you don't want the scrambled eggs getting any color i like my eggs crispy give me scrambled eggs that have a little bit of uh burnt little, little bit of crispy edges to them you gotta love it number nine scrambled eggs
0: yeah i like scrambled eggs too i have it on my list at number five but you're just saying you like like not good scrambled eggs no see that's that's not right that's not right at all
1: I don't like this, the soft eggs that it's like, again, it can be too to soft. Food. I
0: understand. I mean, cooking, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes things are cooked undercooked and sometimes things are overcooked. So it sounds like you just like it overcooked.
1: No, I like cooked. I like my eggs cooked. A lot of people with these scrambled eggs, it's like the soft scramble. It goes back to baby food. People, people our age, people who are g- grown adults love baby food. You can like have mashed potatoes, these soft scrambles grow up. You have teeth.
0: You can have eggs out. that are firm, but are well-scrambled, and they're not – because once you get to, like, the burnt, then you're just – they're kind of this dry. There's, like, a dryness. Like, all the moisture that makes it kind of delicious is, is gone. And, sure, if you want that, that's okay, but don't pretend like it's, it's the way they make them.
1: Give me a little salt and pepper. Maybe a little catsup on the side, a little hot sauce. plenty Well, of you ketchup. need
0: the ketchup because the, the egg can't stand on its own.
1: I'm not catching up to your opinion right now. I'm, I'm, I'm lagging behind. Pasta. Pasta neck. My number eight, wondering how you're going to feel about this one, Lance, but I feel strongly about it. It's hibachi-style egg fried rice. Is this an egg dish? I sure think it is. Without the egg, it's not fried rice. The egg on the hibachi skillet, they fold it into the fried rice. By the time it gets into the fried rice, you barely even see the egg, but it's, it's really the glue that makes the entire dish delicious. The little bites, and it's always crispy, but that 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 egg is, is cooked through. Some might say, well done, fried egg. Egg
0: Yeah, that's a great one. I considered it, and I decided ultimately that it wasn't like – full enough of an egg dish because I like the rice better than the egg part of it. Like if the egg was the thing I like the most in it, I would include it. But I feel like if you take away the egg, it's obviously significantly worse, but it's still good enough. That was my reasoning why I didn't include it, but I think it's a great thing to include. And in terms of deliciousness, it's better than most of the things on my list.
1: Oh yeah. That's why I couldn't, I I was the same way. I was debating on having in or out, and there's just it's just it's just scrumptious. It's one of the yeah. best ways to use
0: eggs. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of the, that's one of the best foods out there. So can't be beat.
1: Only by be beaten by seven other dishes. But my number seven, it's specific. It's the egg white bites from Starbucks. Have you heard about
0: these? Have you seen these? these? <laughs> no, oh, but they sound terrible. <laughs> eggs
1: that my mom actually taught me how to make them on my own. They're very easy to make. She makes delicious, these little egg white bites. But if I'm ever in the mood for a healthy treat on the run, on the go, egg white bites from Starbucks. They got a velvety texture. They have a little bit of pepper jack cheese and some red peppers. They're a good source of protein. They're delicious. They come out warm. You just nuke them. Duke nuke them. Egg white bites from Starbucks. Ooh-wee, number seven.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at these now. I've never really seen them. Egg white and roasted red, red pepper. Sous yep. vide egg bites. Yeah, man. Perfectly cooked cage-free egg whites using the French sous vide technique. Velvety texture bursting with flavor. Wow,
1: that's kind of what the way I, I described it myself. It's almost like I should be working for Starbucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want.
1: This is pretty much my variation of I, I was going to have an egg it white looks wrap. Like or egg whites. See, but this is like the egg
0: whites. Much. These are the. This is the thing, and I, this is a me problem. So I'll I'll say it. I'll I'll let you know. But so like they look right. The way they look, they look good. But then I'm like, okay, they're coming from Starbucks, so they can't be like they're not making them right there, right? So there's got to be all these things in it, and I'm looking at ingredients. Uh, egg whites maltodextrin, citric acid, carrageenan, monoacid, diglyceride, locust bean gum. Why'd you get the locust bean gum? I'm like, I can't, I'm not eating this.
1: I love, I love carcinogens. I love locust bean gum. I love toxins. Throw them into my egg white bites and I'm going to throw them to my gullet.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know I understand it's a meat problem, but as through the pot, actually, I've been reading a lot more about food and I'm like, I can't have, I'm not trying to eat. Look like, if it's Chick Fil A or if it's McDonald's, give me all the locust bean gum you need. But if I'm just trying to have eggs, I don't need locust bean gum. Jim bean. It's better than pasta. Yeah. But you're you're right. I'm wrong. They, they, I'm uh, sure if I had it, I would I would enjoy it. It's just a question of you know how much do you uh, do you think you're better than the industrial food chain? And I think I am, and fair. that's on me. I'm gonna clip that
1: up just for my own ringtone. Every time you text me, you're right, I'm wrong. That's just gonna be your ringtone.
0: I'll go, should I I go? Sure. All right, give me some xanthan gum. And my number nine is the breakfast burrito. Now, this is a little unfair to breakfast burritos in general, because it's just vague in general as a breakfast burrito. You can have many types of breakfast burritos, obviously. I honestly don't even think the egg is the best part of a breakfast burrito. When I get a breakfast burrito, I'm usually like, well, I want it because of the tortilla and maybe it's got some avocado, uh, peppers, beans, potatoes sometimes. And I I think it's just a very comfortable, um, warm, snug way to get the day started. And wow. sometimes it's exactly what you want. I do think the eggs are the worst part, but it is not a breakfast burrito without the eggs, so you need the eggs.
1: Love that! I'm pro breakfast burrito. That's my number four. I I would say the worst part to me is the potato. Sometimes there's too much potato in a breakfast burrito.
0: If you have bad potatoes, they can ruin it. One way to make potatoes better though is if you mash them. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, if you smash them, yes.
1: If you had mashed potatoes in a breakfast burrito, jump off a, a braised bit. Um, but the best breakfast burrito I've ever ever had was in San Diego. And like the just like the proportions. If you have great proportions and natural, fresh ingredients with maybe a little sauce on the side, a little hot sauce, maybe a guacamole. It's the incredible way to start the day. Yeah.
0: Breakfast burritos really do vary. Like you had, there's some great ones oh, yes. and there's some bad ones. I had one that was, I would say it's like a 6.5 out of 10 recently when I was upstate a few weeks ago for a wedding. Mm-hmm. We had a breakfast burrito in the morning. And it was good. And one of the things that really made it is the salsa, salsa and sour cream. And it was great to to have both.
1: It's a good one. Surprised That's that's it's number nine. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, high up in the list. Low down the list.
0: My number eight is sunny side up. Sunny side Queens. Give me a sunny side Queens. Sunny sides up. I. It was kind of the first egg that I learned how to cook that wasn't scrambled, and I always was like very proud of myself to be able to pull it off, even though it's very simple, but you know, just being able to get it out of the pan and putting it on. And I do think it's a nice way to eat an egg because you get the egg white and then you gotta love when you kind of press on the yolk and it, you know, goes everywhere. And I do think it's like, sometimes I'll make rice and put a sunny side up egg on top of it. And it's, as you talking about with the, the fried rice, it, you know, kind of glues everything together. That's kind of a lunch that I've started doing. And it's just a nice way to eat an egg. Let me ask you this.
1: Can I ask you one thing?
0: You can ask me several
1: things. Look, I'm going to ask one thing. Sunny side up. Is there a difference between sunny side up and a fried egg?
0: Yeah, fried egg is you don't you beat it before, and then you just kind of fry it. You don't scramble it. That's what I've always thought. I could be wrong.
1: I don't think there's any beating, but I think you might flip. Like you, do You, you don't flip a sunny side, do you? No. Yeah, I think fried egg you flip um let me ask you this is the, what's the difference between a sunny side
0: and over easy so over easy you fold right so then it's like kind of the the yolk is in between okay you're right about the fried egg also okay i believe i don't know i don't know anything sometimes eggs are deviled what in the devil is that i i'm anti-deviled eggs if you have deviled eggs I'm
1: on your top nine you should go to new jersey play at the prudential center novak egg yokovic
0: yeah, I mean, I don't have any New Jersey deviled eggs, but they'd be on a power play.
1: I find those real gross.
0: I, and I also,
1: well, I'll save, I'll save this. Well, if you have hard-boiled eggs on your top nine, I'm just going to say this.
0: You're gross. So it says a fried egg. This is interesting. I just, you know, just on Google, which is, you know, this isn't a great source, but it looks like a fried egg is like you could have a sunny side up that's a fried egg over easy, over medium, over hard. Yeah. I always thought a fried egg was its own thing. But so I guess you I. could, you fry a sunny side, egg it, it sunny side on, up egg.
1: it depends on the yolk, I guess, on how loosey-goosey
0: that yolk is. Nikola Jokic, MVP. MVP. My number seven is Eggs Benedict. Cumberbatch. Now, do I like Eggs Benedict? Nah, it's fine. But I like the regalness of it. Like if you're, number one, it it makes it to every single brunch menu. It just feels like, I don't know who Benedict is, but this guy has really monopolized the fancy egg market and I respect it. And whenever I order it, it means that I'm wearing clothes that are nicer than I usually wear. You're at a and Regal it, Cinema. Re, regal Cinema, yeah. Is what you said, yeah. You're not AMCing what I'm talking about. <laughs> I am seeing what you're talking about. I'm going to give you the lows down, and take me to
1: lows. I'm going to Benedict's, Sporting Goods,
0: Oh. Uh, Home Depot. Well, I think the Eggs Benedict is a staples of the the you know the brunch scene, and and I, I'm only having it when I'm like pretending that i'm living in high society which is very rarely but i feel like if i'm like with my family and we're at some sort of event that not that i'm not don't want to be there but it's like you know maybe it's like extended family where it's like a lot of people asking like why you're not successful then i'll get an ex benedict and i'll be like well what are you talking about i have ex benedict obviously yeah. i'm doing great yeah suck on this benedict
1: 100%. It's like, a, it's like a, the brunch after the, a wedding with all the family from out of town. And you go get an ex Benedict. It just didn't, I almost had it on my list and I took it off because I, I, I asked myself and I was like, listen, Jesse, look, you don't like ex Benedict. Never have, I never will. Everett, I, I, I feel like whatever it comes to me, it's cold. And the hollandaise sauce is just gross. It's rich. And I feel like, a, it's, it's like almost like mayo. This hollandaise sauce. It's like it's, you're supposed to be it's supposed to be such a decadent, like special treat. I've maybe I've never had one that really knocks my socks off. But like I've always gotten it at brunch places that are always busy and they they're rushing it out and gets to me and it's cold and it's got this like hollandaise sauce that's it's, it tries to make up for this overrated dish.
0: That's a fair take. I think sometimes though, like when you know they bring out the hollandaise sauce, I get so excited and I'm like. Holidays on.
1: Holiday in. I'll, I'll stay there. Days in. Holland days in. Holiday in. Holidays.
0: All right. Holla back girl. We got to
1: move on. Holidays are back. It's over. True holidays. That was number seven. My number six Lance. Not sure you saw this one coming. I'm talking quiche on Johnson. It's the quiche. It's a savory treat. It's got the, I think the best part, we've talked about the quiche. The best part is the, is the crust. It's that flaky pie crust in the bottom that's usually pre-made, but it's like you're having a dessert for, for breakfast with some eggs. You can really have it all year round or all day round. All day round? Does anyone ever say that? I say that. It's a custard. It's baked. It's flaky. It's a quiche. No. Wow, wow, you you like eggs Benedict over quiche?
0: Quiche, quiche me outside. Uh, how about that? Not for me.
1: Is this because Drode makes his own quiche?
0: No, he was like heating up a quiche that just happened to be in the fridge or something of my grandma's house. Or no, I think he got the quiche for later. But it was like it was a non, it was a not fresh quiche.
1: Which is another great aspect of quiche. It could be used all day round.
0: I don't know if you can really get that much quiche flow out of it. I feel like straight quiche,
1: quiche money all day. I'm not a huge proponent, but it's,
0: it's just a- like I, it just feels like I'm it, not going to order so- at a restaurant. I'm never going to order it. It never is something that I ever want. It's, I guess, maybe what you said about Egg Benedict. It's like, yeah, maybe it sounds good. It's a cool name. It pronounces nice, but it's like an egg pie. Why would I just, why would I just get it? Wouldn't I just get a pie?
1: Yeah, it's, I guess it's fair. But it sounds nice. It's like, say you have like a Saturday. It sounds, Saturday it sounds like, oh, we're, nice. We're going
0: to make a quiche. We're, no one's doing that. Who's doing that?
1: I, when I visited some family friends in Vermont, they made us a quiche. It's like, oh, this is a whole ordeal. And it turns out the crust was already pre-made and she didn't really make much.
0: There you go. It's a scam. Much mores.
1: Brooklyn. My numero cinco. That's five in Spanish. From Dunkin' Donuts, it's the turkey, sausage, egg, and cheese on an English muffin. Something about this pre-made egg from Dunkin'. I know it's pre-made. I know it's fake. It's probably got a bunch of pea pods in it tide pods in it carcinogens but it is my favorite egg sandwich from a fast food chain the turkey sausage the egg and the cheese i've had it all over this fine country and it always tastes the same it tastes delicious it's scrumptious it's the turkey sausage egg and cheese from Duncan.
0: yeah that's a great one i think i usually just have like sausage i don't know maybe it's, is it turkey sausage no the
1: sausage is turkey sausage okay
0: yeah and this is where my thing about the egg white bites just is a whole load of mike malarkey is i love the dunkin donuts egg and cheese croissant sausage egg and cheese croissant which certainly has the xanthan gum and whatever lemon wedge dextrose that i was talking about like obviously it has all that but it's it's delicious and it it already kind of like it got grandfathered in you know, I've been having sure. it for years, so I'm not going to yeah. not have it. Right. And yeah, I don't think it's, is it, what does it come on?
1: You can get it on anything. I like it on the English muffin. You can get it on a croissant. You okay. can get it on a bagel. I get it on the English muff.
0: Yeah. The Dunkin' breakfast sandwich. I will really have only had this sausage, egg and cheese on a croissant and it's so good that I'm never going to like try something that. new. That's yeah. it okay. for me. And the best. Yeah. It, it, their breakfast sandwiches are incredible.
1: Incredible! It's the best. I, I'll get it all day round. Any any time of the day. If you're on the road, it's one of the best road snacks. You pass a Dunkin', my mouth starts watering. charred Waters. My number quattro, We talked about the breakfast burrito. What more? What more can I say? I love a breakfast burrito. Best one I had was in San Diego. Yeah.
0: That's it. <laughs> my number six. You're gonna love this. It's the egg salad. Jesse, if you're not on the Patreon, Jesse took off his headphones and his hands in his face, took off his his hat. Nice haircut. Looks good. He's shaking his head. He's putting the hat back on. And he seems in distress, but I think it's almost like mock distress. I think he's almost trying to really feign, he's feigning his outrage that I included egg salad. He's not happy, but I think for his personal brand, he's really exaggerating his disdain. And the egg salad is just a nice accoutrement to, I don't know, put it on a bagel, put it on the on the side. Jesse's now making uh, faces of disgust. But, you know, you can't be an old Jewish guy if you don't like egg salad. So I don't know what you're going to do.
1: do oh, wow. You're
0: going to have to convert to Catholicism or something.
1: I just... I I really don't understand, like, tuna fish, potato salad, the pasta salad, egg salad is the worst version of all of those, it's cold, what is it, eggs and mayo, egg, it's like, it's like the yolks, it's worse than the, than hard boiled eggs, isn't it like mashed up hard boiled eggs, it's no salad, it's, it is, it's just, we got to be better than this, Lance. You got to be better. I think you did this just to rile me up. And I'm not falling for it. Riley Cooper said a racist thing at a concert once. I just, you don't, it's not, egg salad is not on your top nine. You did it You did it more for your brand that, that it's trying to rile me up. You, I'm not, this is all authentic. I'm not just doing this. This is This is, this is my, you put egg salad on because you knew it to get, get after me and I just, uh I won't stand for it. You're better than that.
0: I like egg salad. It's my number six. Horrendous. You want to file a lawsuit? Go ahead. Yeah, just.
1: I didn't even cross my mind
0: about an egg dish. My number five is scrambled eggs. You talked about scrambled eggs. Back on track. I don't want to do Joe Russell's joke. He has a lot of egg jokes. If you like egg jokes, check out Joe Russell comedy. But he has one joke that I almost feel guilty about doing on the pod. But basically, I'll just do a little bit of it. But he's like, you ever ever try to make a script? You ever try to make and someone says like they like scrambled eggs. And then he'll say scrambled eggs. You ever try to make another type of egg, but end up making scrambled eggs because you suck? (laughs) So if you mess up any egg, it's just scrambled eggs.
1: You can't keep a, a marriage together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you keep can't the yolks.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're You talked about them before. I mean, you like them, not in their overcooked, worse form, which is fine. But they're they're. I mean, what could you say about scrambled eggs other than they're kind of a staple of breakfast? And I feel like they're almost like. And I don't mean this as an insult. I mean it as a compliment. You know how like Jim Gaffigan could like go to any room anywhere and like no one like everyone will like be like this guy's funny. Yeah, it's kind of that scrambled eggs is the Jim Gaffigan of of eggs.
1: I like that. You know what you're getting. You know it's
0: gonna be yeah. good.
1: It's gonna be average. It's not gonna blow you away, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna fill you up.
0: He's good. It's no. It's very good at what it does. I think yeah. you know. Yeah, it's he's very good at what it does. Yeah. My. Number, that was my number five. My number four is corned beef hash. Interesting. I have really grown to enjoy this. It's become my go-to diner order. Where it's just like a fried egg with like corned beef, corned beef hash thing. Like some potatoes and some corned beef. And it is a great, the corned beef is like a great kind of complement to the eggs and they just work really well together. Like the saltiness of the corned beef and the substance combined with the egg, it is just, I feel like it's from like an older time, which is also why I like to have it at a diner because it feels like I'm respecting everything about a diner while I'm having it. And it's, I've never made it myself, but it is. it has now become my go-to diner order for breakfast, for breakfast.
1: Right. I never had corned beef hash. I always had a thought that I knew what it was. I didn't know that there were eggs in it. Is there is the egg on top of it? Yeah, the it ones eggs I've eggs had, in? it's like
0: an egg on top. It's like egg, almost like, not like an omelet looking. Um, but, you know, eggs are kind of like on the surface. And then once you get under the Titanic, you have like this corned beef situation.
1: I guess it just always stood out to me whenever I see it on a menu. Corned beef hash, I feel like. If I'm at a new place, I don't know that I would
0: try there, like
1: at a diner. Well, it's like eggs. I guess it's technically.
0: Eggs. I guess it's technically eggs with corned beef hash. Like I guess okay. you could have corned beef hash by itself. Got it. But I'm talking right. about eggs with corned beef hash. Got it. And what I guess theoretically say, you could also have the eggs however you want. Right. It's just a great combo.
1: Never had. It. I'm open to it.
0: Open table. Make a
1: reservation. Get the points. That was your four? Yes. Holy mackerel. My number three. We talked about it. We talked about how it's made. It's my it's my favorite way to cook an egg. If, I'm, if someone's like, how do you want your eggs cooked? Give me some fried eggs. Give me a fried egg with the yolk still able to be runny. Like I want a fried egg that's got the crispy edges, and the nice sizzling, like the, the almost the golden brown edge around the egg. And then the inside of the yolk, you put, put a fork in there and it starts running all over the place. So it's got the the crispy fried edge and then the, the runny inside yolk that you could put some bread in or some bacon. Easy to make, delicious to eat. Fried eggs, number three.
0: Stay yolk. <laughs> 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 that's what you that's what you say when you when you order the stay yolk. Yeah. Definitely.
1: We're living in a yolk culture. Yeah. Yeah. Crispy egg whites, you can't beat it. Fried eggs. But number two. If I'm at a, a nice brunch spot, if I'm at a, 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 bu- a buffet and they have an omelet bar, I'm going nuts. It's an omelet, any kind of omelet, but my favorite kind of omelet. It's, it's onions, mushrooms, cheddar, and bacon. Well done. Again, I like my omelets well done. they got a little bit of crispiness to them. Take me to an omelet bar. Take me to a diner. It's probably my number one breakfast order anywhere. Is If, if they got omelets, I'm getting after it. Gosh, dang it! I could have it for dinner if I want to. I could have it for lunch if I want to. But guess what? You should have it for breakfast. It's my number two. Omelet.
0: I'm gonna let you finish.
1: You but... had egg salad and you don't have omelet. This is a. Tr- if you don't have omelet on your top, you have egg salad. I told you. You don't you. have
0: omelet. I told you. I- I'm gonna let you finish. But
1: it's overrated. Kamalat Harris. It's the- It's gonna be the president in four years, probably. You don't have omelet and you have egg salad. What is egg salad?
0: (laughs) What's an omelet. No, I think omelets are just grossly overrated. And I resent the whole omelet bar situation. And at a diner, they're overpriced. And I think scrambled eggs are better. And whenever you're ordering an omelet, you're like, all right, I'm getting a, a ham and mushroom omelet. That's not really a thing. But like a spinach and mushroom omelet, the proportions are always out of whack. You're getting like, it's all mushroom or it's like three things of spinach. It's like overcooked on the outside, undercooked on the inside. No one knows how to make it. Drode actually makes good omelets. And even those, I'm like, they're, they're good. But that's the best form of an omelet. Everywhere. It gets me my omelet uh, my omelet fix. I'm never going to get an omelet anywhere.
1: It's it's one of those things where you could have a bad one, because, but... If you go to a good diner, it's consistent. You get it from good places, it's consistent. But anyone can make an omelet. I
0: also think they really like it's like the ingredients of an omelet are usually stuff they're trying to just get rid of. Maybe it's like it's like a ham and the ham omelet. It's like, you know, it's not quality.
1: What's wrong with that? Ham and just ham trying to get rid of stuff. Egg salad is is eggs from like ten years ago that they threw salad in there. You're... Nice and aged. Oh, Almonds are, are just fantastic. Then my number one, saw it come from a mile away. It's bacon, egg, and cheese. Specifically on a bagel, and everything bagel. I know people like the roll. Nothing wrong with bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. But it's the best way, best combination of eggs, bacon, egg, cheese, maybe some hot sauce, some catsup, throw it on a bagel. It's an absolute treat. It's comforting. It's soothing. It's everything you want out of an egg and a bacon and a cheese. All
0: combined. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't surprised you had this as number one. And my number one is actually just egg and cheese on a roll. And wow. I didn't include the bacon because when I first started getting these as a youth, Jord would take me to the Brookside Deli. We just get egg and cheese, salt and pepper. He would, really, he would really, he uh, would really, if you got ketchup, he would really, like when I was little, I like, wasn't allowed to get it with ketchup. And if you get it with ketchup, he really went in on you. Wow. He said it was you know, QAB and no one should ever do it. Sometimes they do hot sauce. What's
1: with the no bacon? Just, just we just, just like never
0: got bacon. I don't know if it was like a Jewish thing or it was like okay. that's what he got. I'm not really sure. Um, eventually, I started getting bacon. But still, I do think the egg and cheese, if you're like going to judge like a deli, for instance, I almost feel like you judge it on the egg and cheese. I mean, Definitely. I guess bacon, egg, and cheese has now become like the thing, the default thing. But I feel like the bacon kind of dominates. So I'm talking this is an egg forward list. I, I actually got an egg and cheese, just an egg and cheese a few weeks ago. And it was great. And I feel like it's just kind of the purest form of the sandwich. Nothing wrong with a bacon, egg and cheese. Obviously, it's a great thing. On a bagel, you know, a little, a little whack, but I get it. And it's, a, it's obviously one of the best inventions of the past. I don't know when it was invented. But whenever That's it was years. invented, it was, a, it was a good invention. Sure. My I'm surprised you didn't have an Egg and Pepper Hero. Egg and Pepper Hero is definitely a great combination also. That'd be probably Drill's number one. It would be. So my, I guess I'll work backwards. My number one was egg and cheese. My number three is steak and eggs. Mm. Mm. I mm. got this recently at a brunch situation. And it's, I mean, this is a little bit, I wouldn't say, there's like a Yiddish word for it. Uh, like a schnur. You know, someone who like uh, just takes advantage of other people's stuff. Oh yeah. That's the word, right? Schnur, that's what it sounds. right. Yeah. Um, like if I'm, this situation it was Kate's family and I got steak and eggs and I usually won't get it if I'm like paying because (laughs) it's usually the most expensive thing on the menu. But you're like living the high life and you're you're having steak when you're not supposed to and the eggs make it okay. The eggs is like, it's okay to have steak at 12 p.m. You're not doing anything wrong. In fact, you're doing the right thing. In fact, this is the best thing you could possibly have. And it's all because of the eggs are in this case an enabler. And I really respect that.
1: I enjoy your description of it. I like I like how you you describe that. I just having steak. You're a big wacky breakfast guy, and I feel like that's steak and eggs make sense. <laughs> we uh, having sushi, having steak. To me, if you're not having, even for lunch, to me it's QAB. I feel like it's, it's it's a dinner. It's a dinner thing. And you just said the bacon, egg, and cheese. The bacon dominates the sandwich. What does steak do for steak and eggs? Steak steak is the whole. whole I'm inconsistent. Thing. I admitted it. <laughs> wow, that's another that's my voicemail ringtone. I'm
0: inconsistent.
1: Steak and eggs. I don't think I've ever had it. It, it always just it, it's intimidating to me. It's you know,
0: like, you're gonna be you, that
1: guy, and you get the steak.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? Also, like in this case, the eggs, the eggs are are providing a valuable service in the steak and eggs by making it acceptable. The bacon and the bacon, egg and cheese is taking away from the eggs. So in both situations, the egg is doing important work. You can't have the steak and eggs without the eggs. The eggs is like, it's okay, you could have this, but you don't need the bacon for a bacon egg and cheese. you don't need a bacon, you need a bacon for a bacon egg and cheese, but you don't need the bacon for like the sandwich. You could substitute the bacon and it's a little worse potentially, but maybe not.
1: Or you just have eggs and no steak. But then
0: it's, it's, just, it's just eggs. Yeah, exactly. It's then just it's eggs. like number five not number three right
1: i'm sure it's delicious i'm sure i mean steak i like steak i love eggs I'm sure it's, it's scrumptious but i would never have it for dinner i would never have a breakfast
0: when uh, this weekend we went to like <laughs> i guess it was like a late it was like a brunch i guess it was like a it was supposed to be breakfast and then things turned out late so we went to this french place i think it was called le petit bistro and you know they had the omelets and the benedict and all that but it was also late enough and they said the lunch menu's on the back and i okay. said oh thank god and whenever we go in these situations i went with this chicken pesto wrap and i ordered it and drode was like you always get the lunch thing <laughs> and it's true i always do get the lunch thing i want i mean sushi for breakfast i mean the chicken pesto wrap for breakfast
1: interesting give me give me that food so, no matter what, if there's like, say it's, a, it's 11 a.m.,
0: I'm not always doing it, but I think I'm just, I'm, I do it more than most people.
1: Interesting. It's not like yeah. I'll
0: never, I'll never order eggs, but it just like I didn't want the French toast. Obviously, I'm not getting these omelets that are a waste.
1: I feel like if I have the option, like, say it's, that's why I love a diner. You can always get breakfast, but if I'm at a brunch spot at two and they're like, breakfast still on the menu, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting
0: an omelet. I'm, I'm gonna spoil myself. I'm gonna go nutty. My number two is carbonara. i was trying to, I
1: was trying to stay frozen. I'm gonna try to be, do a frozen bit. I couldn't, you couldn't
0: do it. It's delicious. It's pasta. Obviously, we talked about how good pasta is, and you can not have the. The reason it's kind of similar to your um, fried rice situation where you can't have carbonara without the egg it's not you know close to the same dish so it's one of the best pastas it is so savory and just so rich and just so good i think i've talked about this on the pot i can't really have it that much especially in warm weather because i'm gonna shit my pants i almost i had almost had a real bad situation yesterday i barely made it to the lantern wow this is was, happening a lot yeah yeah, I I kind of know how to handle it, but so I have to be careful of when I consume carbonara. But in an ideal world, I would have it once a week. It's it's so good. It's One of the best pastas.
1: Nomar Garcia carbonara. I, I just think it's I I, I love seeing the, the videos on Instagram of people mixing around the yolk and the egg getting in the pasta. That looks delicious to me. But it's like it, the egg is the is the main event. It's like without the egg, it's just stringy bread that no one wants i i i love that it's the egg really makes it rich and decadent but pasta i mean give, give me give me a baguette with some runny egg on it and i'll love i'll soup that up
0: just talk about inconsistency or maybe you're consistently nonsense
1: <laughs> i've been consistent on my take about it, pasta just being it just, it's overrated. just
0: you're, you're living a less rich life. It's, it's kind of a, I almost feel bad for you.
1: I feel bad for pasta brainwashed people like you that who you need, you need to think of inventive ways to make this good. So I'm going to, oh, how do we make this better? I'm going to, I'll crack an egg over it. Maybe that'll get people into it. Oh, I'll, I'll make up a name. This one's got a skinny hole in it. Oh, this one, this one people can't make anymore because the pasta makers are out of business. Uh, oh maybe maybe we make pasta stinks
0: period pasta la vista with your opinion
1: <laughs> well, yeah that is what it is that was your number one carbonara just my number, number one, one was egg
0: and, and cheese. cheese yeah
1: got it Solid top nine we really went you went eggs
0: Solid top nine. oh wow this is some great timing i went to look at my phone for phil Jackson's picks, text from Zachary Snackery. Listen to episode 79, and I'm not sure Jesse understands what pasta is. Some insane food takes from him on this app. Respond. This is this is natural.
1: What don't what have I not expressed that I don't understand what pasta is? Everything I'm saying, I I, I clearly have had pasta. I know what it is, and I'm letting you know that it stinks. This is like all the people that thought the election like that trump won the election it's like sorry like just because you, you don't want to hear the facts this is what it is hey pasta stinks it's 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 you're brainwashed by when you were a little baby you had buttered noodles and you, you thought it was good and you you kept having oh now let's try some tomato sauce on it you're radicalized
0: you're gonna sounds like you're gonna storm the coliseum <laughs> Oh, you got
1: to try this. This is a pasta bar that they, they, you got, you go up to the pasta and they make it in front of you. Give me tomato sauce with bread. And I'll, I, I, I need, I need a little bite to it. I need a little crispiness. All these inventive pasta, oh, brown sugar, sausage, sage, butter. Yeah. That sounds good. Leave out the pasta.
0: Kate said, we have to take you to Frankie's and have the pasta and then you'll change your mind. So you're coming over. Okay. We're going to get, this is clearly not getting anywhere. This is unproductive. We're talking past each other. This is why the country is so divided. Phil Jackson comes in with his predictions about the eggs. Pucker up and quiche me, chefs.
1: I'll quiche you, Phil.
0: I see the inspiration to rank dishes comprising eggs, deriving from a sense of rebirth and childhood innocence. Something we can all rally around right now. Absolutely. Rally, rally. Eggs are truly a culinary cornerstone, an embryo of tasty, delicious, (laughs) engaged free, assured goodness. Oh, Phil.
1: Playing Baronet, Phil, you really know my embryos.
0: Crack me open and scramble me up, sweet feet. (laughs) Whisk me away. (laughs) It's over easy. Without any further ado, here's what makes our artisan sunny side up. (laughs) <laughs> top not intro right there fried rice no way
1: holy phil jackson the zen master he got the fried rice wow
0: omelets bang bacon egg and cheese sandoff
1: stop this man's in fuego that's three for three boys and girls and others carbonara no phil go home you're now that he he did that on purpose. I know it. You got you. are not gonna round me up, Phil. I get it. You want to play the game like Lance does? Carbonara stinks Right, uh, French French toast. French toast is not an egg dish.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not even Again. close. I get it. There's eggs in it, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not an egg dish. I French saw is, that. and I was like, French toast is great, but yeah, yeah. What are, what
1: are we gonna say? Donuts? Cook <laughs> yeah. cookies. Pasta that was it
0: uh bonus eggs benny
1: okay i was thinking about eggs benny not terrible but those those first three were really you're on a roll there Braison, on phil braise on phil jackson wow i'm all riled up kate comes in with some lpp egg guesses breakfast burrito boom goat cheese and herbs omelet okay wow you're pro <laughs> omelet there I like goat
0: cheese and herbs as a combo. And you love an omelet, shakshuka. I thought about it. I haven't had it enough. I've had it a couple of times. It's it's interesting.
1: It's it's like uh, you got to be in the mood for it, and it's it's.
0: It felt disingenuous to have it because I can't even like remember the last time I've had it before, but maybe like only once or twice. I yeah. can't like totally recall the experience.
1: You got to be in an adventurous mood. You got to be like, oh, I'll try it. It's it's always pretty good. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Basically, yeah, yeah. You had egg and cheese, steak and eggs, bang. And then, incredibly, she has carbonara,
0: boom. She crushed it. She said, she told me she was like, "I don't think I'm gonna get any of them." Great guesses. And then I said, Phil had fried rice because she was like, she was like, "What? What am I picking? Am I picking like anything with an egg in it?" And I said, Phil had fried rice. Phil had fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible
1: prediction right there for Phil had fried rice. It's a great way to describe it. Solid predictions. Thanks for to our predictors. Thanks to our Brazerbacks who support our Patreon. If you don't subscribe, why not? Why not subscribe? Once a month, you get a bonus episode, two off-menu episodes where we take each other out to a restaurant and analyze the menu with a wacky waiter. It can't be beat.
0: You can't. No one can beat it. No one will beat it.
1: Michael Jackson, beat it. You... eat it like an egg. You want to get some QABS? Let's do it. You want to go first?
0: What? What on a scale of one to ten? What level is your QAB? Five. Uh, it's like a
1: five.
0: Mine. I'm not sure because I actually didn't react to it that strongly, and Kate reacted to it more strongly than I. And I thought this would just be like an interesting thing to be like. It's more like an is this QAB?
1: Okay, I like that. Is that a QAB a mixture? Of, is that a joke in QAB?
0: Yeah, I'll go. So, I, a kind of friend of a friend, like a someone who I know who you'd say hi if we saw this person, but you know, not gonna, not in any sort of immediate circle. Almost like a, a circle once removed from like a okay. friend group, um, is currently biking across the country. So doing like a thing where he's like raising money to bike across the country. However, which is all right. It's great. However, he's doing it. It's actually like a virtual bike across the country. Um, So I guess he's like doing a Peloton and there's some sort of screen or something. And, but like kind of posting it on Instagram as if it's like, but he's saying it's virtual, but I think, but you also have to like, He's saying, it, it says virtual, but also it's more, more being portrayed as like actual. Um, and then like in the comments, it's like, you can't tell if people know if it's virtual or not. Like maybe everyone, it might be that everyone's just supporting it and doesn't mm-hmm. care, but it also might be that some people actually think he's doing it. And I think it's kind of fine. Like, I don't, it doesn't really bother me. It's raising. I don't remember what it, he's raising money for, but he's raising money for a good cause. I mean, he's doing the theoretically in terms of, obviously it's not close to the same experience, actually biking and dealing with the elements. But I think, you know, the principle of it, you're just raising money and you're falling through on a thing. It's a little Ellen disingenuous, but I don't really seem to see a problem with it. But some people clearly, you know, it's, it could be, maybe it's a scam. I don't know. Is it a scam? Is it not? It's Definitely QAB. It's questionable
1: it's not a scam because if, if, if it's obvious that it's virtual, if he's doing it on a Peloton and he's showing that he's not going anywhere, but- I'll send it
0: to you. I don't right. want to, I'm not going to blow this person up. I think this person's a very nice guy, but um, I'll send it to you. You could see if it's like, you know, but everything on Instagram is fake anyway. So it's like, well, this is just another thing that's not totally real. So it's not yeah. different than anything else that everyone's posting. These comedians who are posting that they're funny and obviously they're terrible.
1: Right. You can't knock it. If he's raised money for a good cause. But I also, I don't, I don't love that it's like happening over an extended amount of time. If you're doing like a one-off event, exactly like on Saturday, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ride my Peloton for 24 hours. Great, and then one and done. But if he's like posting every other day that he's riding across the country on his Peloton, it's like at a certain point, how much is it? You're raising money for a good cause, other than, or you're trying to show people how good of shape you're in and that you like you ride your Peloton a lot. Like it's probably a mixture of both. It's, overall, it sounds like a good good cause, but you just sent me a, your map from Florida. Maybe I just got that. <laughs> um, I think it's QAB. Okay. Yeah. Um, my QAB is from my flight home from California a few weeks ago. It was actually my flight out. My flight home, I had the tuna fish scandal of 2021. My flight going there was at a JFK as well. Um flight was they never said on the at the gate that we were delayed, but like you could tell that we were running a little behind. And I would say we took off probably 40 minutes after our departure time. Which overall, like to me, wasn't that big of a deal. I, I wasn't I didn't need to be there at a certain time. But like it, it, to me, it was it was kind of what you expect. You don't you're not gonna take off right on time. We sit down. We're, we're we're at this point. We're now we're in the air, and the pilot comes on. He's like, "All right, folks, we're in the air. Uh, we're on we're on time out of, out to California," and gives you all the whole rundown. It's seventy degrees, but he throws in there like just casually, like, "This is an on time flight out to California." And two fro two rows in front of me, this guy like loses his mind. He's like, "We're not on time. We we left forty minutes." Uh, late he flags down the the flight attendant and he goes like the the, the pilot who said we're on time we're 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 not on time he points to his watch he's like we're we're 40 minutes behind and the flight attendant's like don't worry we're we're going to make it up in the air he's like yeah but we're, we're, the, the pilot said we're on time we're not on time and i liked it the flight attendant like started like she i think she handled it perfectly she like kind of diffused it and then started like the way I took it was sort of mocking him. She was like, all right, don't worry. I'll, I'll go tell the pilot that we're, we're, we're not on time. I'll make sure that he he knows. And he's, and the guy started being like, like, uh, don't, it's, it's like, I think he realized how ridiculous he was being. And then like every other hour going out to California, the flight attendant would check in with this guy and be like, don't worry. I'm going to go tell the pilot soon that we're not on time. <laughs> and by the end of the flight, like, the pilot came back on. He's like, all right, so we made up an hour uh, in in the air. We're actually getting in there like right on time, and uh, the flight attendant came out and goes, "I guess we're on time." It was just this, just this guy's like uppity-ness. and uh, yeah, obviously it was he had to be in California at a certain time, but just like it's taking out his anger on the flight attendant. It was it was egregious. R.E.P.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that. Well, my flight experience made me realize I have this theory that people are getting worse and worse in terms of like being able to cooperate in public groups, and I think it's ninety-nine percent phones and just social media and what it does, what it's doing to us. But it was so jarring to me, and I think it's because we had a whole, you know, fifteen months where we just continued to get worse maybe in a, at an accelerating pace. And then now we're thrown back into it. And yeah, there was a lot of weird situations. Like I, I wasn't far enough away. There was someone on the flight there for our, our Florida fight, Florida flight. this guy who just kept like kicking Kate's seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she was like, wanted to say something. And I was just like, please don't say something Then I'm gonna have to deal with it. And yeah, people are just, that, that's the perfect way to handle the situation because and it's true it's like maybe he shouldn't have sure he, maybe he shouldn't have said that but what he could if he said like we're we're going to end up being on time we yeah. say we're going to end up being on time all these flights i mean i couldn't even believe it when we flew to florida usually it's a three-hour flight and they're like it's gonna be two hours and 20 minutes yeah they, these planes they, get faster
1: all the flights are getting in early i think they're t- they're ex- they're saying it takes longer to get there than it is yeah they want you to but this I just don't understand. I guess he didn't think about it. What did he think was gonna happen by like flagging down this flight attempt? Well, because everything
0: like- everything gets their needs met immediately in this like society Amazon society we've created. And if it's not exactly how people envision it in their weird personal pastas overrated world, then they go nuts. Macadamia.
1: I don't go out there. I mean, this is a a podcast where this is a talk show. We're talking things, but I don't go out there. I don't, I don't go to an Italian restaurant and and spit in the chef's face. I just, I just, you know, I I hold it in my, I I, I let it out when I have to, but this guy, it's like, he obviously was triggered by the pilot saying we're on time. Then what do you, what is, what's going to happen by you expressing this to the flight (laughs) attendant? Like, is she really going to go knock on the pilot's door and be like, uh, news, breaking news. We're not
0: on time. I think what, what he wanted to hear was like the flight attendant come up and be like, you know what? You're right. She was an idiot to divorce you. It's about something else. <laughs> of course.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. And, and she, it was, it was great. The flight attendant, being a flight attendant is, is gotta be a real tough job. You're like a, there's, you're juggling so many different personalities. You're like a, you're like, like
0: a, it, it, yeah. It's like your babies. It's like, it's like doing a, a midnight babysitter. Yeah, it's like a midnight yeah. comedy show where you're like, just a bunch of, unhinged people you're trying to tell them that they have to just the amount of times that people you know flight attendants will walk by and tell people to put on their masks it's like yeah no one wants to wear a mask but if you want to travel across the country in unbelievably short amounts of time that's the rule just wear a mask on the flight or don't take the flight would i like to wear a mask on a flight no hopefully that'll be lifted soon but this time it is what it is It is what it is.
1: I got my hair cut. No more masks at my my hair salon. It was nice. Everything's done in New York. It's great. Fantastic. Looks like this episode's almost done. Should we bring in the closer? Let's do it. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four.
0: Beats. Yeah. Sweet right. sauce. Got anything so, to plug? Nothing to plug. If you want to order the next big Apple box, we're doing a summer box. The sales are gonna close on like a little after July Fourth, probably. Beautiful. So uh, yeah, uh, you get some good products, and you support small New York City businesses. Subscribe to our Patreon. We got some great stuff. If you're if you're not on the Patreon, you are missing out because we have stuff on there that you are not privy to. And I really, I really go nuts. I I reveal my
1: politics. I'm unfiltered. If you think my pasta take is 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 hot, the Patreon is scorching.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm doing stand-up comedy. But you could. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually. Brazor backs. This is a a good thing. I I was supposed to record a half an hour, half hour, thirty minutes. Half half an hour, half hour, thirty minutes on Minimum. March March twenty second, twenty twenty. Right, and that didn't happen. So I'm going to do it again, probably sometime in September. I'm shooting for. So when that is all finalized, I'll reveal Parmesan the date. It's exciting. I was gonna. And- I been meaning to ask you when when are you gonna. To get yeah, that back up and going. I wanted to get some comedy under my belt, and now I feel like I still need to because I'm, I'm basically doing all new stuff. I mean, I'm I have like a, some stuff that's from the old days, but the majority of it that I'm doing now is is you know from this March on. So, make
1: it 45. Combine some of the. Nah, I'm
0: not. it's over. That that life is over. Wow, impressive.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. Check out the Bronx Yacht Club. Performing there a bunch and all over the city. And uh, subscribe to the (gasps) Patreon.